Hello, everyone. My name is Joshua Nather, and I am on a mission to understand how young people see the world. You are about to watch an interview between myself and someone else who is under 25 years old about their worldview, that is their identity, religion, and politics. As you watch this interview, please keep in mind that in 5, 10, 40 years from now, we are not going to be the same people as we are today. And if we are the same people as we are today, then we have done a bad job of listening and learning to the people around us. So without further ado, enjoy. Alrighty. Okay. <sighs> Hello, everybody. This is Ekram. Um, I wanted to interview him because he's Muslim. And so just to start, tell me a little bit about yourself, like two to three minutes. Sure. Um, yeah, my name is Ikram Olvi, full name. Uh, I was born in Chicago. Okay. Uh, and uh, I w moved out from there, like, when I was pretty young. And then we traveled around. Mm -hmm. And then we came to Dallas when I was getting into kindergarten. And so I've been here for a while. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I attended uh, a private school. Okay. Uh, it was like a Islamic school, so it was one like okay. next to the mosque. And is that here in DFW? Yes, or, yes. Okay. it's right okay. here okay. in Irving. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so it was like it's regular curriculum plus okay. uh, you know a, a Islamic or you know aspects to it as well. Okay, so kind of just like a Christian private school, but kind of Islam yeah. private school, basically. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, been there my whole life from kindergarten until I graduated, uh, and. Uh, I after that went to college, okay. like a normal person. Yeah, um, yeah. Went to UTD mm -hmm. uh, and graduated from there. So I've done my undergrad in neuroscience. Okay. Uh, and I graduated pretty early uh, since I'm, I'm still 20. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. So now I'm. Wait, so you graduated with your bachelor's? Yeah, with my bachelor's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So did you get do like AP studies or something? Or? Yeah, I did dual credit APs. Okay. Uh, so you know, in high school. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, that helped me translate and you know go pretty fast through yeah. my curl curriculum it sounds stuff. like it yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah I, w I was pre-med uh but then you know pre-med life doesn't suit everyone <laughs> yeah yeah so um i switched over more into i am now doing a master's in applied cognition neuroscience so it's like basically cognitive modeling ai and stuff like that okay so i, s I started that um but now um also doing some more islamic studies so there's okay. a institute called qalam institute Okay. Uh, where we do more religious, you know, studies and stuff like that. And we can talk more about it if you want to. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing some classes, certifications, trying to get a job, you know. Okay. <laughs> shebang. Okay, really cool. Yeah. Um, are you in a relationship at all? No. No, okay. I'm just curious. Because um, it sounds like you're a slam dunk. But, uh, <laughs> okay. So then tell me about what are key points of your identity? I would say being Muslim in itself is kind of my core identity. Okay. Um, because a lot of people think like, a lot of people in terms of religion think of religion just like something to practice, right? And mm -hmm. so like just, you know, it's something on the side, you know, you could be a lot of things, but you know, there's religion on the side as well. Mm -hmm. But for Muslims, most Muslims think of Islam or as a way of life. Mm -hmm. so it, because it, it actually, if you go through like all the details, you'll see that there's a lot of practical things of how you approach life, how to approach business, how to approach scheduling and stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, organizing yeah. your life. Yeah. And so I would say that's like the major part of my identity. But, and like aside from that, like in terms of culture, I'm Indian background. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, I mean, I was born here. So yeah, were your parents immigrants from yes, India? Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. So like, se- would that be second generation immigrant? Immigrant? Uh, Is that the way that works? I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. They they immigrated because I was born here, so I, I think I would be first generation, second generation. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because like I remember my my dad talks about him being like third generation Im- immigrant, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't know if it starts when you're born here or or if the, you yeah. move there. Cause <laughs> then that would be the first generation that immigrated here, second generation. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I, I get it. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's really cool. Um, so Islam is the dominating part of your identity yeah. there's yeah. and that shapes every other part of your identity it sounds Basically. like Basically. so uh tell me how that you know what what are the nuances of w- okay what what it shapes um so identity. um yeah it's a it's a lot but uh just i'll try to break it down yeah um so in terms of practicing obviously they're like the core parts of the religion you know you pray you give charity uh, you fast. Mm-hmm. Fasting is also the the five pillars that we have are prayer, uh, the shahada itself, which is like declaring your faith in God. Okay. Um, fasting, uh, mm-hmm. charity, and then the pilgrimage, uh, which okay. we go to Mecca to do. Okay. And that's like your if you can, mm-hmm. if you're able to, then you should do it once in your life. Okay. And so is that something you've had the opportunity of doing? Um, I went to. Uh, so basically what you're supposed to do is you use your own money and stuff to okay, get to go. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I went with my parents. So, so ah. we, went, we went, we didn't go for, the main pilgrimage is called Hajj. Okay. And, but there's also like a smaller pilgrimage. It's called Umrah. So you could, okay. so Hajj, there's a dis- like a designated like 10 days that you're supposed to go in a year. Okay. Um, but Umrah you could do any time of the year. Mm-hmm. And so my parents went to Hajj and um, I, w- I was like with my cousins and stuff at mm-hmm. that time uh, because Hajj is like a whole process, not suitable for kids. Yeah. Um, and um, but then I went to Umrah. So I had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Of d- so it's like you do some of the aspects of the major pilgrimage, but not all of it. OK. So but it's this really holistic experience. OK. Nice. Um, but yeah. Um, sorry, I got totally. No, no, it's all good. Uh, I'm asking questions about something I don't know much yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, whenever you're in the middle of explaining something, I will oftentimes. Oh yeah, yeah. you were talking about the the major components of the yeah, 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 yeah. So those are the five pillars. So basically, those would be in terms of worship. You know, you know, your practical doing things, right? But then there's also other aspects like in, in character, like how should you behave, mm-hmm. like how does your interactions with other people, like what should it be, like what is the example of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do you interact with other people? How do you deal with hardships? How do you, yeah, uh, you know how do you deal with business too? Mm-hmm. You know, it's practical stuff like that as well. Like there's uh, narrations about how you should do contracts and stuff like that. You, you mm-hmm. probably don't think religion would have like something about like doing contracts, right? Yeah. But there, it's really comprehensive, you know? Uh, so it integrates itself in, okay. you know, all aspects. And there's like even religious, like uh, really, sorry, regular secular, uh, secular education where mm-hmm. like, you know, sciences and stuff yeah. like that. It's also in, you know, Islam mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, striving for finding like, uh, putting your pers- uh, first of all like perfection in stuff you do mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and then like, trying to excel and you know discover the intricacies of the universe i guess yeah okay <laughs> so, so what are the experiences that you've had that led you to i mean it sounds like your family's muslim mm-hmm. but what uh what experiences have you had in your life that led you to being yeah muslim yeah i, w- I would say even even if you're born in a religion, I feel like everyone goes through that time mm-hmm. where like you're trying to discover yourself, oh, yeah. right? You find yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, I w- since I was in Islamic school from a, from a very young age, I had the background and the knowledge of 
knowing like okay who is god like you mm-hmm. know why are we following him why do we pray mm-hmm. because we, we pray like muslims pray five times a day and yeah. th- for a lot of people it'd be like damn we're like why are you doing so much right mm-hmm. but it's like why do you do it because mm-hmm. it's like if you really think about it you're only putting like what 25 minutes of your whole day 24 hours to god which is not much and mm-hmm. for someone yeah. that's giving you everything yeah. you know uh you know it's, it, so it seems very meaningless at that point it seems like you're doing less actually if you think about it mm-hmm. right um, so I, I was kind of sidetracked from there, but basically, so I had these foundations, these answers to questions that probably went over my head at that age, you know, as a young age, okay. but when it came to me where like, I was trying to find myself, it's like, you know, like, why am I doing it? Mm-hmm. I kind of knew the answers. I didn't have to look that far for it, Yeah. but other people would probably struggle because they don't know they have to discover themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, uh, I'm like confident in the message of okay. Islam and, I could go into intricates, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it's not the objective of this podcast. Um, but yeah, that that's like it okay. integrates itself really well in my life, and I'm you know content with that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, so, I I actually do want to ask you a little bit more about uh, mm-hmm. what because it's something I don't know much about. Yeah. Sure. And uh, well. I ha- I have not had many interactions with people that like actual people that believe in Islam. I yeah. just have yeah, I've read the Quran like 7 years ago whenever mm-hmm. I was going through my discovery yeah. phase. My dad was like, "Okay, well, you know, you should you should go and look and, you know, because I asked him like, "Why are we Christians?" Like that doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, there's Judaism, there's Hinduism, yeah. Buddhism. Uh is it Hinduism? Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think. Okay, yeah. So I was kind of doing some soul searching there and Mm -hmm. uh, landed on Christianity because of what I knew book wise, but I've never talked to a person Mm -hmm. that believed in Islam. And so I don't know the perspective of somebody that uh, does believe in it. So uh, can I ask you, did you ever, um, was it always uh, Islam versus like not believing in God or was, uh, was there ever like, okay, is Buddhism, Christianity, Mm -hmm. like, what about those? Has that ever been a so, uh, consideration? Yeah, sure. Um, so, first of all, I think the first question everyone basically has is like, uh, between God or no God, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I guess that was like kind of the first question. Why would you believe there is a God? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't want to offend any atheists or those that don't really believe that there is God. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of signs that would make you want to believe <laughs> yeah. that there is God. Yeah. Right. Uh, just look around us. Like we're in a park. It's beautiful here. Yeah. And you just think about the intricacies. And I'm, I'm a neuroscience major and I've studied bio and stuff like that. And if you go into the intricacies of the human body and if you mm-hmm. go into nature and stuff like that, it's really hard to not, you know, <laughs> not believe in God. Not You're like, it's got to be something. really complex. I, rem- yeah. I remember there's also this like philosophical discussion about like, is mathematics derived from the calculations like that's our present in the universe was it already created or we did it create it ourselves you know mm. to understand the yeah it. yeah so it's like because there's like uh like really complex complexity to nature in itself mm. there's a lot yeah. of like mathematical uh i don't know what you call it um scenarios like golden mm-hmm. ratio and stuff like yeah. that you'll yeah. see in nature mm-hmm. right and so it's like oh did we like create it to understand nature or was it already embedded part of nature mm-hmm. and stuff like that right yeah well, that was just a whole discussion, but um, yeah, but it's like you know, God really does exist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can agree with you yeah. on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I can see that. Um, 
but then after that it's like okay the other religions like where mm-hmm. does that take into place because they also believe in god right yeah uh and so what muslims believe is that the other books like the ones that the christians follow you guys follow the bible right mm-hmm. the, which yeah. we we call the injil okay uh and in, then injil injil yeah injil. so okay. there's like four books we call the torah is the one that was released to uh, revealed to moses mm-hmm. is uh, that uh, exodus or genesis exodus leviticus deuteronomy and numbers or uh, the names get lost. I'm oh, okay, sorry. Okay. But uh, yeah, the stuff. Yeah, I think so. I believe so. Okay. So the ones that the Jews uh, practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, um, and then there is the, the so Torah Injil. The Injil would be, be the, what was revealed to uh, Jesus, or we call him Isa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there would be the Zebur, which was revealed to David. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so we re- we know that these books were revealed in the past. So we believe in mm-hmm. them. Right. Yeah. We believe that they were revealed. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, and the Quran was revealed after that, mm-hmm. and the Quran mentions how that while they were there, that we did reveal these books, like God says, like He revealed these books, um, that a lot of it was not preserved, and so they could be. And again, I don't want to yeah. get yeah, into no, it. No, no, yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah. that's all good. So yeah. that, that's what we believe, and we mm-hmm. so we kind of studied like why would you think that you know mm-hmm. stuff like that, um, and why would you believe that the Quran was the one book that you should actually believe in that was actually preserved? Mm-hmm. Why was yeah. it preserved, right? Um, and so. The Quran, in its essence, uh, is preserved in like two ways. So, I mean, preserved in many ways. But uh, first of all, it has like an oral tradition, and okay. it has a written tradition. All right. So, um, oral tradition was basically a lot. Just a lot of people mm-hmm. that actually memorized the whole Quran. Yeah. Like all six hundred plus pages, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, and you know, I had the grace to do that actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And so, once you actually, so I did that at a young age. I did that when I was like nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you realize it's it's crazy how people memorize it they have the capability and it's like i want to say it's easy but it's like it's also easy in its essence really easy for people to memorize the quran and it's like a kind of like a miracle of it right okay, okay. and I, I know i know kids that have memorized it in like 8 months which is mm, insane okay if if you did like 600 pages and memorizing it top to bottom it, yeah. it's, it's like because i did it in like two and a half years or so okay yeah right? um and so, first of all, that's like it shows the preservation because if you go anywhere in the world and if you to ask someone to read the Quran, mm-hmm. they read it the same exact way as someone from anywhere else. Okay, yeah. So you, you can see like it's never changed. There's no discrepancies mm-hmm. in you know how it's said and everything, right? And then there's also the written tradition where uh, it was preserved in books. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, if you find manuscripts back in the day, even there's like new ones getting discovered now, like found yeah. in like hidden libraries and stuff. Yeah. And they all show the same written mm-hmm. you know text as now, yeah right. So you can see the preservation and it's like, okay, why would he believe a book? Like, how do you know that that's actually the words of God? Right. Mm -hmm. And so you actually study that. You see the miracles of it. Um, Like I'm studying some of them right now too. So Mm -hmm. I'm going, so I had the opportunity to memorize it, but I I wasn't someone that knew the Arabic language really well. So I actually memorized it without Mm -hmm. really like knowing the Arabic language. I knew how to read it. I knew how to write it, but I didn't really know the the meanings of it. Okay. And and Arabic in its sense is like a really, really deep language. Okay. Um, And I was like, and I was studying into it recently. I was like, man, like English is is very, so broad. Like, because you, Arabic has like parts where like there's like a root word Mm -hmm. and then words are derived out of it. Yeah. So, right. So you have amal, which is like the action. And then you have amal, which is like good deeds. And like, you Mm -hmm. know, you have words and then you don't want to be the people who do deeds or stuff like that. Right. So it's like, it's like, it's very intuitive too, Mm -hmm. because if you know the root word, then you know all the derivatives of it. You don't have like someone like, 
you have different words for this yeah for the same yeah action. It's, it, it's similar to i imagine like portuguese and Probably, spanish yeah. and, and it like depends on you know it's uh vamos if it's let's go and then bomb or probably yeah, yeah, I or just <laughs> yeah i haven't explored much religions but okay. i mean sorry much languages yeah. but okay. um oh I'm again sidetracking yeah it's all good but uh so i was talking about the language yeah uh, the language of arabic and you're trying to learn it yes because uh and so now i'm trying to learn it and try to understand like the deep meanings of the words mm-hmm. and yeah. what why were they used and like you know what was the reason of using them like the verses in itself what was the reason for revealing them um mm-hmm. and you know the intricacies of that yeah and so yeah and so that's kind of where my belief comes in and it's hard like right now we're actually yeah, that's where i was trying to go into yeah. right now we were studying uh one of the miracles that we were talking about the fall of rome right okay uh, yeah. so rome will be conquered and this and this was revealed before like this passage was revealed bef- before the fall of rome right mm-hmm. yeah uh and so we were, we were just learning that and it's like a miracle in itself because people thought like oh because the rome i think just defeated like the mm-hmm. persians um and they were like wow like how are they going to actually fall they're like the superpower yeah. of the mm-hmm. time right yeah but then you know this reverse was revealed. It was like a little bit of room, like you know the people they will d- definitely be conquered. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was one of the miracles. And there's a bunch of miracles, okay. the scientific miracles, and you know we d- we discuss those. We talk about them. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, I so like whenever you say miracle, uh, is it because uh, I'm just because like I think I might have a different mm-hmm. uh, understanding of what a miracle is. Yeah, what, yeah. what would be what would be like your uh, you know whenever you see something and mm-hmm. you would say, oh, that's a miracle. Like, what's the defining factor? Was yeah, it? Sure, sure. How do you so, define it? So um, there were miracles in the past too, right? Like mm-hmm. the Jesus had the table uh, of the feast, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the ma- we call it the, ma- the like the table that was full of food. That was, mm-hmm. um, and I'm pretty sure it was like paintings of it too and stuff like that. Yeah, right? I think it's the Last Supper. The Last Supper, yeah, yeah, Last yeah. Supper, yes. Mm-hmm. That's the word I was for. Yep. Yeah, so we, we believe in that too. We believe there's like the staff of Moses. Um, okay. And then there was um, other miracles back in the past, you know, okay. uh, that were revealed to prophets uh, that the prophets used, uh, to, you know, to show signs of God. Because you know, anyone could say anything, mm-hmm. yeah. But then, and like, you need something to actually put belief into yeah, it, right? Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and then, so one of the r- the miracles that was revealed to Prophet Muhammad um, was the book that was continuous in its nature. So it was a continuous okay. continuous miracle because. It was applicable at that time, but it was also applicable to anyone that follows what, through. What was the book? The, the Quran. The, the Quran. Quran. Okay. I'm so sorry. I didn't, okay. I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just... Yeah, I, yeah, d- yeah. I don't know. No, so. Yeah. so the Quran. The, the Quran is the book that I memorized and, you know, the one yeah. that... So that was the one that was revealed to, to Muhammad. Muhammad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the Quran was revealed to Muhammad and that, w- that was the... Mir- so kind of like how the Ten Commandments were given to Moses mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so yeah, because I, I, you know, up until this point, I had heard you know like the Roman Empire falling mm-hmm. and it being a miracle. And I'm like, well, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Just to interject here, really quick, Ekrem wanted me to correct that it wasn't the fall of Rome; it was the conquest of Rome. So he misspoke there, and I had only ever heard that it was a prophecy about Rome, not that it was a conquest or fall. So just wanted to pause really quick and just correct both of us. I'll just get back to listening. Yeah, because I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I haven't heard it in that kind of yeah, yeah, kind of verbiage. Sure. It's like you know, it was a uh, something that I like to you know <laughs> think about as you know yeah, yeah. was uh, world us winning World War Two over the Nazis was it 
a miracle. A miracle yeah. Uh, I, well, I mean, maybe there was some providence, but yeah. <laughs> there was a heck of a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, but anyways, okay, I digress. I was just, no, you're I fine, was just you're fine. So, um, so yeah, so like just like the other books were revealed to mm-hmm. the prophets, um, uh, so we believe that the Quran was revealed to Prophet Muhammad. Yeah. Uh, and the miracle for that was that it's continuous and preserved nature. Mm-hmm. So, um, so like the part we were we were just talking about in the class like t- last uh, this day before yesterday I think mm-hmm. um, about like it, it mentioned the different miracles of the different prophets and then yeah. that miracle for the Prophet Muhammad and so be like the continuous nature of the Quran and its preservation. Yeah. So yeah, um, okay. in terms of miracles, but yeah, again, miracles of different types. Uh, you know, like there's um, mir- the miracle of Prophet Muhammad of the the moon splitting, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so they were seen at the time of the prophet, but obviously mm-hmm. these miracles we don't see, right? Yeah. So yeah. like, how do we actually believe them? It's like kind of like hearsay type of thing where someone okay. said it and we kind of believe it. Um, but like now you need something else to believe in, right? Something mm-hmm. to put forth to actually put your faith into. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, the Quran has been that. Okay. And okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so moving from religion, and maybe we'll be touching on it. Yeah. Probably yeah sure. Throughout, <laughs> but uh, how does um, your identity? Uh, so, how how would you say like Muslim, someone who believes in Islam, like is like uh, one who practices Islam? Yes, pr- one of, okay, yeah. so as one who practices Islam, and that's a key part of your identity. How does that affect your politics? Mm-hmm. Politics is interesting. Okay, <laughs> because um, is that something you feel comfortable talking about? I mean, or? Yeah, I have. I'm kind of uh, distant from it because because okay. uh, again, politics in itself is like do you actually really know what's going on? Like, mm-hmm, like yeah. if you want to take a stance, like you actually have to understand like the whole aspect of it. Well, what are the, what are things that you care about? Mm-hmm. And maybe if there's nothing, something, nothing you do care about, what are the things that you don't care about and why? Okay. Um, obviously the greater good of people, that mm-hmm. would be definitely one of them. Yeah. Right. Um, but then again, the thing with politics is that what do you define that as mm-hmm. and what does all these terms actually mean? Like, what are you actually following? Like, I, had, I actually had a question for you. Okay, um, yeah. So yeah. you have, and your podcast is conservative, Gen Z, right? Yeah, yeah. So what does the term conservative for you mean? Because, again, conservative yeah. is just like you're firm on your beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, what are the beliefs in itself? You know? Yeah, so for me, being a conservative is, one, I am against abortion. Mm-hmm. I'm against uh, specifically uh, LGBTQ plus teaching in school and uh, specifically like gender affirming surgery for people who are minors. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's, you know, I don't agree with everything on the right side of the aisle, um, but I wouldn't call myself a Republican mm-hmm. because things that uh, fi- financially Republicans, you know, do I don't necessarily agree with it entirely. Like I'm like, okay, the welfare systems we have, I think it's a healthy welfare, welfare system. Um, I think that, and also, uh, I don't agree at looking at people's, uh, race and and treating them Mm -hmm. based off of the race in any form, whether it's affirmative action, slavery, saying a slur, not hiring somebody. Fr- I just like disagree with it entirely. Okay. Um, so, and that's the things I would attach to mm-hmm. being conservative. And, you know, chief among those is being a Christian, um, which I think that 
specifically in the Midwest where I am from, <laughs> if you are a Christian, you're like 99% of the time going to land on that side of the, oh, yeah. uh, the definition of conservative, liberal, mm-hmm. um, so on and so forth. Uh, does that answer your question? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. okay. Clarity. Yeah, okay. So, okay. All right. So, um, in terms of my beliefs for what mm-hmm. politically society um, should look like and stuff like that, would be just based on, like, the example, again, back, it ties back to religion for me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I could believe in something, but what makes it right or wrong? Like, mm-hmm. you need some guide for that, right? Yeah. So, um, so I, I believe that religion gave us a guide. Uh, again, I don't want to put too much talk about religion. I know you're 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 trying to focus on politics right now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, um, again, so uh, well, I asked you how your religion affects your uh, politics. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. So, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. So, first of all, in terms of race and people, mm-hmm. we believe that all people should be t- treated equally, for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Right. Uh, there's equality uh, among everyone, regardless of race, religion, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and the only uh, what we have in religion is like nothing differentiates one another except for maybe like your faith. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And o- and faith, you can't really uh, judge someone by that either because only God knows, like, you know, our yeah. faith, right. So basically you can't discriminate on anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So definitely no for that uh, discrimination, any sort. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to. Uh, abortions again it's a very t- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah topic but we have our guidelines uh in islam about like okay. what that does look like like what, wh- what does it look like again i don't know all the details and okay. again forgive me if i um say anything wrong don't take it as an attribute to islam you know but yeah, there, no, there is, i think I d- i'm pretty sure you could search it up and you know find yeah, out mm-hmm. uh, if you search it properly and yeah. then i just hear saying what yeah, someone gotcha. said mm-hmm. um but uh it's like um there's after f- I forgot I feel like it was like eight weeks or something like that where um, we believe the soul is like put into a child mm-hmm. in, in the womb right yeah and obviously when it comes to like rape or you know uh, cer- those type of circumstances mm-hmm. then abortion would be allowed before those like that before the soul is like mm-hmm. you know point to the body and there's more rulings to that again i'm just saying generalized rulings and i could i could be like a little wrong in the mm-hmm. details yeah um so in terms of when it comes to uh rape or any you know s- those circumstances mm-hmm. then it would be allowed to have okay so uh rape and what the other circumstances were seemed vague so I, I I couldn't think of any other circumstances, oh, okay. but like any <laughs> okay, circumstances okay. that would be in that field, like of okay. like where you were wrongfully like, or if it was a child and you have to, like you know, uh, they were forced into it or something like that. I, I guess rape would pretty much wait, wait, that's, that's it encompasses the, everything, uh, okay, right? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you would. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't a child think of forcefully without. Yeah, yeah. That I think I guess it would be rape. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I guess everything in that sense, right? Um, but if it was something like. Uh, you had the option to do like you know engage in sex, and then you had you know a child. Mm-hmm. Then and that place you you shouldn't be able to allow you know have abortion yeah. mm-hmm. because it's kind of like the consequence of your actions. You know, yeah. and the fir- and obviously, oh, you were talking about relationships before. I, I didn't really touch mm-hmm. on it before, but we don't believe in any uh, premarital inter you know interactions or stuff like that. Yeah, so or sex or whatever. Uh, is it? Okay, interactions like you can't like go on a date. Like there's yeah, no courting, holding yeah, hands. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, but okay. like to some extent. So like obviously, if you wanna 
if it's for marriage, mm-hmm. like then you're allowed to talk and stuff, and you could talk in terms of business too. So it's not like for like you seclude yourself completely from women or you know stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like if it's not um, objective in nature, mm-hmm. and if it's just like oh you're just messing around, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, then you sh- probably shouldn't because then it will just probably lead to, to immorality sin. or you know and sin. You okay. Know? Yeah. Okay. Um, but again, if it's like for marriage, you're you're allowed to talk. You're allowed to. You're not gonna like it's not arranged marriage type of thing where you just mm-hmm. like you don't talk to each other. You don't see each other before. But um, yeah, so okay. so there, so I don't have you know a girlfriend or anything because of that. Okay. So um, so if I was to find someone that was suitable, um, and we we would obviously talk. You know, yeah. we would talk it out. We'll go through the questionnaires. You know, try to mm-hmm. see if we're compatible, and then you know, would get. So we have marriage called nikah, mm-hmm. uh, which is like you know. The can whole, I pause you for yeah, a moment sure, so sure. I can re- restart the yes, camera? Yes. Uh, go ahead and start from. Uh, what you call marriage is mm-hmm. niha is that what you said nika nika okay yeah so that's like the ceremony where we would actually conduct to actually have a guy you know girl get married you mm-hmm. know, basically so you would perform that and then then you would be legally uh and from islam perspective like married right okay uh and then you could engage in anything after that mm, yeah uh but before that anything would be uh you know immoral it would mm-hmm. be a sin um and so if we're talking about uh, you know intercourse and having kids and abortions, mm-hmm. then obviously anything before uh, marriage would be a sin, mm-hmm. and anything that you were will to do, like if you engage in it yourself, you agree to it, you know, um, at that point, then you should probably shouldn't you shouldn't have abortion. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely um, not. Yeah. yeah, okay. So um, those those are standpoints, and yeah. Okay. So, any any other thing uh politically that you want to touch on or can you give me some topics so like well what i if you don't care oh. about if you don't care about politics then uh you know, yeah. i mean i could talk a little bit just to give it like some background yeah. so it, when it comes to lgbtq right yeah yeah um it's um we i know i know a lot of people think that islam is very um oppressive to mm-hmm. the lgbtq community um because it's just a whole story of luth uh which is okay. a pro- prophet that came before and it's a story in the Quran where they were they were pretty much a lot of them were gay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so they would have men to men sexual intercourse, okay, yeah. and and basically the whole city was punished. So they had mm-hmm. a prophet revealed to them, uh, sent to them, uh, and they discarded him, and they didn't listen to anything he was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the whole city was punished. Just like mm-hmm. okay, damn, like well, wow, if I just yeah. practice these things, well, am I just gonna get punished and I get destroyed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but there's a lot to it. So, mm-hmm. so having the inclination of like wanting to like a guy or you know guy mm-hmm. to guy right or for a girl to like another girl or mm-hmm. you know other stuff like that yeah uh or feeling like you're a guy or feeling like you're a girl right those inclinations we believe are like a test to us so other okay. pe- people get tested by different things uh different desires right mm-hmm. um so islam in essence is practicing but also control so It'll be practicing, you know, the religion, its faith, and its mm-hmm. pra- you know, uh, core principles, but then also controlling your desires as well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, right? just because you want to have sex with a woman doesn't mean you act should. on it, yeah, or should, yeah. Um, and so therefore, having having a desire to, yeah, have intercourse with mm-hmm. the same sex doesn't mean that you should, yeah, um, yeah. or should act on it, yeah, yeah. So. We believe it was a test, so it's not wrong in essence. Like to have the inclinations, like mm-hmm. you're not you're not like someone punished for that, right? But it's it's punishable if you act upon it publicly, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are, in terms of Islamic law, there is punishments for people that act upon it 
uh, publicly and, yeah. you know, and there's witnesses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to the LGBT community, uh, it's like you we know that these inclinations and, you know, desires mm-hmm. are there. But our job, in essence, our test, or if you were to have that, would be to suppress those mm-hmm. desires. Yeah. And, you know, those are our tests. And we all have our different desires. We all have our different greeds. We all have stuff that we need to put away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. And so the people of Lutz, to go back to the story, um, was they were not only engaging in these type of acts, mm-hmm. but they were getting, like, they were getting violent with it too. Mm-hmm. So they would be raping kids. They would be raping yeah. caravans that would pass through. This the same city as Sodom and Gomorrah in uh, the Torah? I'm not sure. Okay. Is it in the Quran or is it it's in, in the Quran? It's in okay. Because okay. Yeah, I know that uh, you're familiar with Sodom and Gomorrah, I assume. Probably not. I'm so bad with names. So okay. I don't care. So they're, uh, they're like basically these twin cities that mm-hmm. God rained down fire on. Okay, fire. Because it, it was not fire. So basically, okay. it was like stone. Based, were, I I mean, I don't it know. It was. They, it was. It was like stone and fire. That's like what was rained uh, down. Okay. On the maybe. City maybe. By God. Maybe there are some similarities. Because again, yeah. we don't like fully discredit the Bibles and stuff mm-hmm. in the stories, but we don't fully accept them as well, just mm-hmm. because we don't know what is like falsified or whatever. But okay. again, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, you. I'm, I'm not here to. Yeah, okay, okay. really yeah, not here to yeah, argue. Yeah. So. so, so the the story of Luz, So basically, they were not only engaging these sexual sexual you know mm-hmm. tendencies, but they were also getting violent with it, and mm-hmm. so that sexuality came with the violence and that's why they were punished because okay. they were not, they were being rough with it. They were people that caravans they would come, they would like rob them and then, you know, mm-hmm. rape them. And then, you know, guess if, if someone had a guest come over, they would go and like break into the house and rape these guys, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like terrible. Like, yeah. Super, flaunt, super yeah, flaunt, yeah. Evil. Right. And so that's why they were punished. Okay. And that's, that's like the circumstances that, that they were punished for. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you like were to engage in such an act, it's not like you're just going to, you're like, your abomination or something like mm-hmm. that it's like again you, you could seek forgiveness and you know get okay past that. so what does uh what does looking for f- seeking forgiveness look like mm-hmm. in islam <sighs> that's i know i know christians have a totally different uh perspective on this yeah so basically it's um if you commit a sin and mm-hmm. god knows that we'll commit sins right and so we're basically supposed to repent Okay. And that would be like, you know, saying like we repent to God for mm-hmm. these sins, you know, talking about it, reflect on it. Yeah. And then trying not to do it again. And okay. obviously, even God knows that there are people that would do these sins again. Is there anything you're supposed to do or like anything? The, just repenting? Just repenting. Just so repenting. It's, okay. it's not, I mean, like, it's not like, I mean, again, it, you could give charity. And there's different circumstances for different sins and stuff like that. Okay. So I don't, I can't remember one, but there's like, you have to give like charity if you do this or something okay. like that. Okay. I, again, uh, I forget the examples. What, uh, is there something specific like that that you practice in your own life? Like if you commit a sin, like you say a fib or you are mean to somebody or like I don't, i'm just trying i'm not trying not, to impose not, that on not you, one i can think of okay, okay not one okay. i can think of but i know there are circumstances again there's circumstances okay. so um but for the most part for any sin um is you are not if you if you were to first of all you shouldn't try to but if you do yeah. commit into it mm-hmm. then uh you should seek forgiveness from god okay. uh, and there's like and people be like okay god's not merciful uh and you know stuff like that people say that by islam like you mm-hmm. know god's numbers but why don't he just forgive the sins in the first place you know yeah. why do you have to do repent and stuff like that to forgive the sins mm-hmm. um but we believe that action is what we, b- we put a lot of emphasis on action right? okay yeah and so 
you would have to put the action. You have to put the work okay. to actually uh, get the mercy of God. Mm-hmm. And we like if you ask for forgiveness, it's not like oh God forgive me. It's like like do we actually know that God will forgive us, right? So you have to be like mm-hmm. in the constant you know act of hoping that God forgives us, me, putting sincerity in our actions mm-hmm. to show that you know we actually you know. Okay, so I'm gonna check the timer really quick. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna express that I'm gonna. Like I'm asking this and like, I'm not trying to argue at no, all. No, sure, I, sure, th- sure. I'm just curious. So yes. because, uh, do, do you uh, believe or agree with at some point that, uh, and, uh so I'll ask the, this question and I'll explain why I'm oh, asking sure, it and sure. then I'll re- like go back to it so that we don't forget it. So do you believe that, that at some point God required, uh, sacrifices, for mm-hmm. atonement for sins like he did in the Torah and then do you practice that now if not why mm-hmm. so and the the reason I just didn't know if there's anything that changed that's why I'm like trying oh, to okay, connect okay, the dots okay, is like okay. why is it different now yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know what's okay, the yeah, yeah. Uh, I can explain that yeah okay that. yeah so uh, in terms of okay that's what if you meant by sacrifice sacrifices will be like repentance as an actual doing like praying uh, mm-hmm. So you know, in our prayers, in our uh, in our reflection, and in our in our in do, so we would try to do good to replace the bad that we did. You know, okay. And so it's it's not just about like oh okay I just God forgive me and then you just go about your day. No, it's like mm-hmm. you try you have to actively do more well, things to the the reason I the sacrifice I bring up is like you know animal sacrifice oh, okay, that okay. that Jews mm-hmm. did and uh, some still do uh, to atone for their sins. Like, did, is that something that you guys recognize as being true or that that so, was also corrupted? So there are actions that expiate sins, if that's what you're trying to say. So there are, so it's not like for a specific sin that I would do the specific act to get rid of that sin. Okay. But it's more like there are actions that you can do that will get rid of your sins as well. So like, okay. remember the pilgrimage I was talking about, Umrah and Hajj, those mm-hmm. are like said to re- like remove sins from you. And okay. and so, uh, you know, they're opportunities. They're basically opportunities from from God mm-hmm. for us. And there's a bunch of them. There's a ton of them. Yeah. About uh, you know praying at the middle of the night or uh, giving charity or mm-hmm. even this act of just um like we do this thing before prayers of cleaning cleaning ourselves. Like mm-hmm. so basically, you just wash your hands, you wash your face, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, just to purify. healthy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a healthy. Act. <laughs> there's also scientific like good things about that oh, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. again, uh, going back to it, um. So these things rid of our sins. So mm-hmm. like every time you wash yourself, you're also getting rid of sins as well too. Yeah. So these acts, which are holistic in nature, are also ways of also decreasing your sin. And then when it comes to sins itself, we are told to basically sacrifice our, our it's called nefsware, like our desires basically, mm-hmm. and to suppress those sins as much as possible. Um, because if you're not suppressing yourself, if you're just asking for forgiveness and not trying actively trying to not be do better. the sin again yeah. or be better, then it's not it's not sincere, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you're actually trying to get forgiven for that sin, then you would stop. You would try to put implement ways to stop doing that sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, again, if you do fall into it again, but if you mm-hmm. actually tried and if you actually repent, then you yeah, know, you would be forgiven. So. Um, because this is something I hear uh, that's labeled on Islam a lot mm-hmm. that I've never seen it in my life, and mm-hmm. I it, not that I've had any friends that have Islam that are Islam, but like you know, wa- like I used to live in Chicago and going to the like north part where there's a whole bunch of yeah, yeah, Islam yeah. people, 
I'm not like walking down the corner and somebody sees me wearing a Jesus loves you brochure and is like, I gotta kill it. Like that's not that's not a thing. I, yeah, or at we, least we love Jesus too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, okay. Yeah. So uh, one of the things uh, is it like what's the I don't know. And this is this is this is reaching into a part that I didn't plan on asking, but I'm mm-hmm. here now, and I'm like, oh man, I really want to know. <laughs> uh, maybe if you can say like, okay, we want to talk about it later, that that'd be sure. fine too. But what's the uh, uh, what would be like the punishment for not believing in Islam? Like, yeah, if you're a Christian and you're l- trying to live life, like, because it's almost all the same. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there's like a couple. Yeah, like yeah. making the travel to Mecca thing. That yeah, I mean, those so. are just practical things. Right? It's more of like belief, like what makes it different, right? And yeah, then, what yeah. makes it different? And then what would be the, the like the punishment or consequence yeah, yeah. of, of okay. not believing in it? So there is, in the Quran, there's a lot of uh, emphasis on punishment. And people are like, when they read the Quran, they'd be like, oh, wow, it does talk about a lot of punishment, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. But the punishment in this essence that like, in the time of the Prophet, and even now, there are people that know the truth like mm-hmm. they know what might be right and didn't believe in God, but then they ignore all that to follow their desires or, you know, enjoy w- the worldly pleasures. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying like what Allah, you know, God gave you. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's like, they'll put everything aside and mm-hmm. they'll, you know, and they'll just engage in sins and, yeah. you know, and, you know, try to be, ha- you know, find mm-hmm. enjoyment in life. Right. Yeah. And so for those people, even though they knew the truth, like, then, then there will be like punishment of hell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For people that didn't know, like they don't know the full message of Islam, right? Or they got mm-hmm. a misconstrued image of Islam, yeah. right? They will be accounted for what they know. So, mm-hmm. so it's not like they will be. And God knows like the way of. There's a lot of details on it. Okay. But it differ. It differs from person to person. Okay. It's like if you never got the like the message of Islam, mm-hmm. right? Then you're not gonna be pract- You're not gonna be um. You know tested on that. Well, you're not gonna be judged for that. Let me let me ask you in, like a more practical way. Like yeah, yeah. what if like as I'm gonna tell you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk away, and I'm not gonna believe in Islam, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I'm, I'm still gonna be a Christian. So, what would be like the uh, natural, like consequence of me choosing to be a qu- Christian, even though you've explained to me okay. a fair bit about yeah, Islam? Yeah. Uh, It'll be basically if I say, "One puts okay." If yeah. you want, you're gonna hear the spiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it would be like if I tell you, like, what makes you so firm on the Bible? Like, what's the thing? It's like, oh, I know for a fact that it's the truth and that everything mm-hmm. in it is right and everything in it is for the word of God. Are you asking me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the thing that makes me believe that the Bible is the de facto truth, that mm-hmm. it trumps all the other religions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started with the same place where God's real. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's metaphysical truths and like moral compasses and like, you know, all the, all the stuff of why God's true. All right, well, let's look at there's there, I'm, I'm going to go over you yeah, know, some yeah, sure. some of the there's some weeds that I don't want to cover. I'm going to skip forward a little bit. Yeah, sure. What uh what religions like the what book is most believed in? Okay, well, the Torah. That's like what, you know, Islam, Judaism, Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like that seems really solid. There's millennia of mm-hmm. people that believe in that. Okay, yeah. let's start from there. Um so why why sh- you know so I, I, I if we go from the torah and believe in the torah what what comes next for and then you know you look at the the prophets that 
Jews still include in their book, and I don't know where Islam lands on it. The primary thing was in between Judaism and Christianity at mm-hmm. this point, because uh, Buddhism didn't seem to have as, uh, maybe there's just not as much history written on it, mm-hmm. but there wasn't, uh, it didn't seem as uh, founded um, yeah, yeah. in, Fair enough, in yeah. uh, history and what felt, it, it, it didn't did, seem complete. It didn't. It didn't feel like a complete religion. Okay. And uh, so, anyways, I was really just looking at uh, Judaism and Christianity. And so then, whenever I went from, uh, okay, well, if you look at Isaiah um, and Psalms and the pro- the the prophecies that they have in there, mm-hmm. Jesus fills that fulfills that perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, in the the span the that being a matter of. You know, depending on which historian you look at, you know, from 1,200 years to 400 years before Christ comes, there's these really specific uh, prophecies about him, um, like being nailed on a cross and being the atonement for our sins and that kind of thing. Um, And from what, and I can't recall it off of my head right now, but uh, whenever I was looking into Islam, it didn't look like there was any prophecies that were or fulfilled as far as muhammad uh and muhammad's the prophet yes, so yeah. uh he's not the son is he the messiah then? no okay so basically we do believe in jesus so i okay i do want to say so everything we agree about jesus being a so but we see him as a prophet while well, you guys probably see him as god right yeah yeah, yeah. so uh we see him, we believe in everything that was before it's like okay. the jesus yeah. coming you know mm-hmm. uh, him being having all these miracles we believe mm-hmm. in them too uh the only thing would be like uh, so you guys say that like, I mean, I don't want to like generalize yeah, yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, there, there's also prophecies for the Prophet Muhammad that were revealed, and they were actually true. So in the Torah, there's we d- we just learned about this. We were just talking about it the other yeah. day. Uh, about in the Torah, there will be they, it says that there will be an unlettered man, uh, okay. that will come with a message, uh, and goes on and on. And there's also uh, th- places where it says like, there will be someone named Ahmed, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah. And so all these are in, in the previous mm-hmm. books. And so, and then when the people, came, when Prophet Muhammad came, yeah, there were a bunch of Jews and there's also uh, Sa'ad ibn, uh, one of the com- people that were in Mecca, uh, I forgot his name, full name, yeah. but he was a Jew. So he mm-hmm. was someone who was um, full verse in the book uh, and he studied it and everything. When the Prophet Muhammad came with the message at that time, mm-hmm. uh, he looked into that, he saw the proofs and he was like, oh wow, you know, Prophet Muhammad is, was unlettered, meaning like he didn't read or write. So yeah. He, right. Um, and, uh, and the Prophet Muhammad was, for the first 40 years of his life, he was known to be truthful. And he was a messenger mm-hmm. the first 40 yeah. years of his life. So, uh, I mean, like, he was the messenger, but, like, he didn't have any revelation at that time. Okay. So he, he didn't know he was a prophet. Um, so the first 40 years of his life, he had a reputation with mm-hmm. the people. He was known to be truthful. He was known to be good. Yeah. And his, his whole history on that. Uh, and the message came to him. And for someone that was unlettered, for someone that had um, no, didn't know, did not know how to write, because they were in Mecca where it's like, yeah. like in the middle of the desert, right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't know how to read or write. He didn't know how to read or write, uh, but then he had this revelation and he had okay. these things and he brought it up. And when this person, uh, Saad, uh, when he heard this, who was, uh, you know, well versed in the Jewish mm-hmm. you know, religion in the book, uh, he was like, "Wow, these these things are actually true, and these are yeah. fit what was prophesied mm-hmm. before." And so, uh, and that's why he believed it. So, okay, I guess my question was like, well, again, let me so yeah, sure, let, yeah, yeah, uh, go back. Let to, me jump. No, yeah. let me jump back into it. Uh, yeah, sure. So. Because Islam does lend some credibility to Jesus, uh, the thing that stands out to me is that 
there are a whole bunch of uh, religions and worldviews that point back to Jesus and say, Jesus, is, there's some credibility there. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. Jesus points back out to the rest of the world and says, no, everything else is wrong. I am right. You know, like, I, I, am, the, I am the way and the truth and the life. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody comes to the Father except through me. Yeah. Um, so the fact that Jesus denied credibility of other, and I know that uh, Islam mm-hmm. came afterwards, um, that seemed to be the biggest indicator of like, okay, well, if everybody gives cre- some credit to him mm-hmm. and he gives credit to nobody else because he is claiming to be the son of God, um, and I don't know, uh, to, you know what the nuances of uh, believing that specifically the New Testament is corrupted. Mm-hmm. Although for me, it was like, okay, well, if, uh, if there is if there is even you know the amount of uh, prophet messiah whatever it is that Jesus is and he's came from god and god has power over like he can work miracles i, I believe that yeah. if if he wanted to rewrite all of the 100%. books in the world he could do it like 100%. that and yeah. so uh the way that jesus jesus's testimony and life is delivered to mm-hmm. us through the scriptures in the Bible, um, I believe that is a miracle, like an act of the yeah, Holy Spirit, sure. um, and that there's n- it's not like there's this separate uh, there's this separate untold story of Jesus, and then we're there's like ad- like this is the this is the way it mm-hmm. was given to the world, yeah. and not only that, but uh, and this is you know this could be playing I forget the the logical fallacy it is. If you like, just because other bl- people believe it doesn't mean you should believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, although one thing that is striking to me is that the Bible only only uh, only surpassing the Quran, like the Quran's second to it. So you know you, you can have the same thing, but it it passes the bibli- uh, all the bibliographic tests mm-hmm. uh, really well. So that's the internal test, the external test, and the bibliographic test. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the internal test is how does it does it contradict itself mm-hmm. um, for the a book its age and, e- and even amongst critics, right? A, for a book its age, it, it passes it better than any other book in mm-hmm. its time. Even history books, like the history yeah. books we reference about Rome. Have, contradictions. Yeah, yeah. It, it, within itself. And then if you look at external contradictions, like we, we look at the geographic sites of, you know. So anyways, there's, there, there's external uh, stuff and so people can disagree about it, but I, I see it, you know, playing out in mm-hmm. in real life like in history and then the third one is the bibliographic test which is uh how early was the first copy after it how er- how soon was the copy after that and mm-hmm. then how many copies and then when's the earliest copy that we have mm-hmm. uh, like original copy so what makes this uh what makes that important is that the Bible on that third test mm-hmm. passes it. I mean, it's not, not a surprising way, but passes every other compiled literary work, like mm-hmm. the full Bible, not just, you know, the, okay. the pieces of the Torah and the Dead Sea Scrolls and whatnot. Okay. But it's like, okay, this actually passes history, like the, the test that we give history books. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Quran, I, I think only because of its age, is second so that's not necessarily like a a a disproof of the Mm -hmm. quran versus the bible but that was why that's why i believe the bible is because jesus 
that's the way I believe God. Like if, if there was any credibility to Jesus, then God, I, I, I sure hope he would have delivered it in a better yeah. way other than every single gospel saying, this is the son of God. If you don't believe in the son of God, there's no other way to him. Like, yeah. so that's the, that's why I believe what I believe. Okay, sure. Um, did that, does that feel like yeah, a, yeah. a good explanation of yeah. it? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, gives me good understanding. Um, just to take a step back. Right? Yeah. Just look yeah. at it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So Islam does believe that. So just like Moses, just like, Sorry, uh, I got, I got a little bit fired up. I wasn't trying. Yeah, to yeah, no, 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 yeah, totally. Yeah, you're totally yeah, fine. Yeah. Just totally fine. I'm just trying to give like Islam's perspective. Yeah. You're yeah. Me, right. So, uh, Islam believes that we had all these other prophets like Moses, uh, uh, jo- your name is Joshua, right? Yeah. Joshua. That, that comes from, uh, you have a prophet. I think it's, um, uh, God, I forgot the name. There's an Arabic term for it. And we believe he's okay. also, it's the name of prophet, right? Okay. So there's all these other prophets that came before, right? Mm-hmm. Abraham, yeah. um, Noah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, um, yeah, Jonas, right? Mm-hmm. So we believe in all those prophets and we believe that all of them came with the one message of, you know, believing in the one God, right? Okay. And we believe that Jesus was also a prophet just like them with the same message and everything, mm-hmm. right? And so, and what we uh, are told in the Quran and mm-hmm. again, if you were to look at like why you would believe the Bible in mm-hmm. its essence, in its text, in like in its soundness, if you put that same test to the Quran, it would it would surpass it too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there's no contradictions in the Quran. There's no nothing, and so that's why you would believe in, because mm-hmm. of all its sanctity, if all its uh, miracles. And mm-hmm. again, we believe that all the other prophets before had all these miracles as well too. Mm-hmm. And but we also be- but we know we believe the Quran over that. Because of its recency and also because it's also sound. There's no contradictions or anything as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And so the Quran tells us that uh, Prophet Jesus, or we call him Prophet. Okay. Um, sorry. Let me. Yeah, good. Uh, we're going to pause. Okay. And then you're going to pick up where All you right. were. Alrighty. Alrighty. Back to uh, the Quran is infallible uh, yeah. and it has the, passes the internal, external bibliographic test. It mm-hmm. doesn't have any contradictions. Yeah. So, you yeah. Believe so that we believe some it. credit so to other prophets. Cre- yeah, yeah. So we believe that there is credits to the prophets, and we believe that they came. We just we mm-hmm. believe that it com- that they all had the same message, actually. Yeah. And we know that from the Quran, right? We're using the Quran as reference for it. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess, and the Quran also mentions that it came to bring together everything that came before it. Mm-hmm. So like all the books that came before it, yeah. all the messages came to before it, and concise it and consolidate it. To mm-hmm. be used for all the rest of eternity, right? Okay. So relevant even till now, right? Um, and so, uh, so the the Quran tells us uh, in chapter of Mary, uh, mm-hmm. it tells us that Jesus said um, after his birth, and one of his miracles was that he was able to talk at a young age, right? Yeah. But after his birth, uh, we are told that he was said uh, in the Abdullah, which does, is a, does it say that in the Quran yes, or in the Bible? It, it says in the in the Quran. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Bible has its own uh, about Jesus being able to talk at a young age, or it says in the Quran as well. Okay. Because um, I don't... The only thing I can recall is that Jesus, whenever he was like 12 or something, mm-hmm. went and he was beyond his years mm-hmm. but about talking about God yeah, in yeah. the temple. Is that what you're referring to? Or like... Okay, I'll, I'll tell you Jesus. my account because okay. what I learned. Okay. Because yeah, I, I sorry, don't know. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, d- yeah. don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, okay. I know I know there are different narratives. Sorry, so, so, so all, all, Yeah, yeah, no, don't worry, don't worry. So all these stories are obviously in the previous books as well because obviously they're about the... The, mm-hmm. the prophets of those times, right? Yeah. Uh, but they're the accounts that are, you know, in the Quran. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like yeah. probably a different yeah. account, different, you know, yeah. thing, right? 
so what happened was that um, we believe that Mary, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't have a husband, right? But mm-hmm. she she had a child, right? Yeah. And so because she was like kind of outs from the community was like, how can you be so immoral? Because she was seen okay. as a, I'm pretty sure there's like some sanctity like to Mary, right? Mm-hmm. About uh, how she was a religious person and stuff like that. And so we respect her. Um, but because people thought, the community thought that she could commit in some immoral act of mm. having a child, right? And so she left the village uh, to have the child, right? Mm. Because they were going to, you know, who knows what would have happened. Okay. Um, and so she left the village and she had a child, which was Jesus, Isa. Mm-hmm. We call him Isa. Um, and so he had this child. There was a bunch of miracles in that too. Yeah. So there's a account about how they were in the middle of like, uh, there was a desert and, uh, you know, she was by herself, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a miracle about how there, there was like water coming, gushing, you know, yeah. because she was in labor and everything was tough. And, you know, how the dates came, fell by her, you know, yeah. she was, yeah. miracles of that. But she had this child and then she returned back to the people mm-hmm. and she was told not to talk. She, she was told by God, okay. or like she was like one of the angels came to her and told her, like, don't talk. Uh, okay. You know, when you go into the village, even though obviously if you're gonna, if you're yeah. gonna defend yourself, you're right. It, yeah, but yeah. like she was told, don't talk, and she was like, well, okay, you know. So everyone would think that's like irrational, okay. right? Yeah. But um, she she was told to not to talk, and she returns back to the village, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, who is this? Like, how could you do this? You know, what yeah. is this? You know, moral child, whatever. But then Jesus talks, and okay. then he mentions, you know, I'm the son of Mary, and that's the truth. And then, you know, it's like, I don't want to get too much into details. Yeah. But, and then he says, Abdullah, which is, I am the slave of God. At Daniel Kitab, I have came with a book, uh, and I'm a prophet. Okay. Uh, and then, and there's more to it. There's more mm-hmm. context to it. But basically, that's what we use as reference. So that's why we believe that Jesus was a okay. prophet. Yeah. You know, just to put some, you know, perspective okay. to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so, to the accounts of Jesus being God, and we don't we don't believe Jesus was God just for those reasons, okay. and we believe that he came with the same message as all the other prophets before him. But we do we do believe in his miracle, and we do believe in the prophecies that came. So we do believe he's the Messiah, right? So we know he was a person that was prophesied to come, right, for mm-hmm. those people for that time. Okay. But then there was also the prophecies of someone coming after him, and we also know we also have okay. references of Jesus saying that there will be someone coming after him as well. Right, okay. and so we use all those pro- uh, references in the previous books in the Torah, in the Injil, which is the you know mm-hmm. Bibles and the Gospel, yeah. and and then there was the Prophet Muhammad who came with the final book, the final messenger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we use that as mm-hmm. now a reference to be like, okay, this you know it was mentioned before, and the people at the time, the Jews at the time, asked him questions because there's some questions that you ask a prophet. There, um, pre- they were like before. I, I don't know the details of it, but there was like ways that you could prove prophethood by asking these specific mm, questions, right? Okay. Like, um, when is the day of judgment or, you know, stuff, questions uh, like okay. that. Or wh- what was the story of these people? Or, you know, there was questions yeah. like that where no other people will have knowledge of except mm-hmm. if they were a prophet, right? Okay, yeah. And so um, these Jews, uh, I believe, were, uh, or I, I think it was a group of Jews or Christians or mm-hmm. a f- group of people, knowledgeable people, they came with these questions to the prophet, uh, to the prophet Muhammad. Mm-hmm. And they asked him, these questions and he was and he obviously he didn't know the answers right away but after getting revelation from god he was able to answer those questions okay right and um there's a whole story on that um it's it's very detailed interesting yeah yeah okay and so and so that's kind of brings the sanctity of we know the prophet muhammad and people at the time actually knew as well Mm -hmm. and so a lot of 
uh, all the most of the people like pretty much all the people all the people that interacted yeah. with the prophet knew that he was the pro- prophet of god and that he had the message of god the quran it okay. was truth yeah and there's so many stories on it could go on and on days mm-hmm. and days right I, I totally yeah, get it. yeah yeah and different accounts and you could talk about the credibility of it we as could well. probably talk here yeah, for, yeah, for hours like, yeah 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 okay. so, and i know that's not even the objective of this podcast yeah, right yeah. so but i i had to i couldn't mess up the pass up the opportunity and also for the small the amount audience, of people yeah, that, yeah, that, are, yeah. that are listening. Like, it's a good perspective because a lot of people don't have that perspective at all. They don't know yeah, what Islam yeah. is, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, again, conclude. And so that's why we take the the things that are said in the Quran over what was said in the Bible, even mm-hmm. though we're told to reflect and return back to the, the other books, mm-hmm. just to know, you know, just to be aware. Um, and, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, moving into, I'm going to check the time really sure. quick. Y- like this go time has flown time has really flown yeah yeah um what would you say gives meaning to your life mm-hmm. um contentment in its essence people find okay. in different ways right i think yeah. if you mean meaning you probably mean like like, like uh why uh why why live like what why live yeah okay. like the <laughs> Uh, you know what? What makes you still want to be here? Keep on living. Mm-hmm. What are you pursuing? Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a whole thing. So mm-hmm. it's like, what are the object? Like, why are you like? Why are we here in the first place? I guess you could go into more philosophical question, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, why are we here? And a lot of people go through these discussions. I've talked to a lot of people that have had these like troubles or like they try to find themselves, mm-hmm. and you know they go, yeah. and that's where a lot of suicide and stuff comes from, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Because they just don't know why they're here and what they roll in universe mm-hmm. i guess you could say is um again religion ties back into it for me because we know that we were we were we were here to worship god and you know serve the people you know in our mm-hmm. own capacities and do good you know um, yeah and we have a you know an example would be from the prophet muhammad of how we could do that how we should live mm-hmm. and uh that kind of gives me meaning because now i have a guide to life right mm-hmm. because other than that, then you're kind of just meaninglessly going through mm-hmm. the world. You just don't know what to do. Why are we here? What are we doing? Right? Yeah. And if, for example, if you were trying to find contentment, something else, like an objective, like a goal, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I want a million dollars. I want to be rich. I want to be mm-hmm. like the best singer of the time. Right? Yeah. And then after you accomplish that, then mm-hmm. it's like, then what, like, what's next? Right? Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of people, especially in like Hollywood, that's where you hear about all these suicides in Hollywood, right? It's because mm-hmm. they don't have any further meaning to what life is. And so for us Muslims, uh, and for me, uh, it would be like to do good, to worship God and to, you know, be in a good position with God, with Mm -hmm. myself where I can earn, you know, paradise, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, the highest levels of paradise too. Yeah. You strive for the highest. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's where I find my objective, my fulfillment of life. Okay, cool. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, we could talk about. Uh, this is this is kind of like close to the conclusion, conclusion point. point. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I yeah. just wanted to give you an opportunity. We could talk about um, our perspective on society. I guess, like, okay, yeah. What's what? What like, is your perspective? Like, I on guess society? I guess we could talk about like there's a lot of deep discussions that I actually wanted to ask a lot of people. Okay, like uh, interpersonal relationships with other people, mm-hmm. uh, and also society in itself like do you see the f- there's, do you see flaws in society or do you think society is in itself is a good place or are you asking me yeah i just wanted to know perspective yeah yeah so um 
my experience with talking to, I think I'm at like, so now you, it'll be 13 people. Actually, mm-hmm. I said 11 earlier, yeah. but you are 13. Um, what I hear from a lot of people gives me hope mm-hmm. uh, because 12 of the 13 people I've talked to, I'm in, you know, I, I haven't heard it as much from you, so I'll, I'll say I'll say eleven out of thirteen. Okay, it's uh, it's all about people. Mm-hmm. So it's about they believe what the people they believe what they believe based on how the people that believe those things treated them, mm. right? So if they're for most of the people I've talked to, it's I'm not religious because of the pe- way religious people have mm. treated me. Yeah, that's pretty. I uh, I am religious because of the way religious people that's have treated me. True. And then uh, whenever it comes to the meaning of life, it is almost always, and I'm not going to discredit them in that, like me, I would say like, oh, that sounds like <laughs> me three months ago might have said like, oh, that seems kind of shallow. Like yeah. you know, that's, that's the summation of it. But that's they're like, like the meaning is that simple. Right? Yeah. It's like to be good to other people around you. That's, that's, that's the, that's the meaning yeah. of life is to, is to be good mm-hmm. to other people. So the thing that, uh, kind of stands out to me is that uh, specifically the younger people that I have talked to, and I've tried to get a wide range of, of, <laughs> of people, is that it's it's about it's about how we treat each other. That's so true. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, you know, I could go into all the stuff about World Economic Forum. You know, <laughs> whatever. You know, insider trading and politics. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and you know, just all 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 that kind of stuff. But you know, I think I have. I, I'm not living this life for this life. I'm living it for the next. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and I see, I see a lot of good in the world. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And I think that one of the things that's lost on a lot of a lot of young people is how good their lives are. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the yeah. the because uh, like the the second the second interview I had uh, that um, I put on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name is Rochelle. We, yeah, like so. she struggled with resh- with committing suicide mm-hmm. like yes, yeah. a lot so and that's not uncommon for people that I just know normally in my life uh and I think it's just this uh uh there's this not knowing uh not being connected to people around it mm-hmm. uh around them and there's not also, there's not also like this like striving to seek the people mm-hmm, that yeah. uh, don't see eye to eye with yeah. you. So there there seems to be one, both left right, you know, Islam Christian whatever right, where it's like okay we care a lot about people, but then there's not a whole lot of uh, effort. Maybe there's like if there is somebody around them, they mm-hmm. would you know have an interesting conversation. But they're not going to go out of their way to understand that person's point of view, where they're coming from. Um, And I think part of like this lack of not not seeking to understand results in not understanding, Mm -hmm. which not understanding people makes you feel lonely. Like whenever I don't understand somebody else, I think that I'm the only person that feels that way. Yeah. 100%. But the more I talk to other people, the more I realize that other people feel the same way so as me. True. So that's that's kind of the purpose of this. But that's so those those are the um, I, I know that was kind of like a yeah, yeah uh, no, a I agree. long answer. But that that's, that's, 
specifically for our generation, that's something. No, that's that's really deep. That, that I kind of wanted to get into that too. Yeah, I, I did watch some of your podcasts, right? And uh, I was thinking the same exact thing, where people's perspective and what shapes them ends up being what they interact with other people. Yeah, which yeah. is so tough. It's like because you have one bad experience, one bad mm-hmm. mentor, yep. one bad teacher, mm-hmm. one bad parent then your whole life starts to crumble, yeah, you know, yeah. for them. Well, uh, I don't know, which one did which one did you listen to a little bit? Was it Leah? I listened to both of them a little bit, oh, okay, but not the okay, full thing. Okay, you know, yeah, because uh, Rochelle, you know, it was um, Christian. And her, yeah. Yeah, her but beliefs. then because of the way Christians yeah, yeah. treated her. Because of her beliefs. Yeah, yeah, beca- yeah so it kind of, yeah. I think there is, uh, anyways, I won't get into it too much, but then. You know, Leah, it was because of the way she would, you know, the Christians treated her. So then she yeah, became yeah. a Christian. That's, that's what happens. It's kind of tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, well, like, actually, I, I, because of the way you uh, responded about the politics thing, can I ask you, like, mm-hmm. what uh, what portion of your life looks like it's just, uh, for, for people watching, this is more like the <laughs> bonus section. So <laughs> I, <the laughs> uh, I check out now. <laughs> <laughs> um what uh do you primarily interact with just family or islam or is it like the only is the only time you interact with people that aren't part of islam like passing by them in class and (laughs) the grocery store i mean i talk to a lot of people okay a lot of um other christians jews and stuff like that okay yeah Uh, i'm pretty sure who i I don't know who connected you to me ari did although i talked to ari as well yeah okay okay i ari said (laughs) don't tell him because he might think you're super combative (laughs) i assumed i assumed (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah yeah i was like well he didn't ask so (laughs) it's okay man yeah Uh, yeah. but yeah i've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of people and i I talk to that's why i also i I hate interviews i hate like talking okay Uh, but i agree to this because i like your perspective of knowing and understanding different people's perspective okay and i actually do that a lot too where i talk to other people and talk about like the problems and why they feel that way Mm -hmm. and you know how did they get there in the first place and stuff like that and i could i just one topic i want to talk about like social media we'll talk about it soon but um yeah (coughs) but yeah it's tough seeing how people shape their identity mm-hmm. based on how people treat them yeah and it also it's also a message to us a reminder to us about how we treat people yeah yeah, yeah and for sure we, we should take that as example but imagine just having one bad interaction being mean to one person and that totally takes their life to another different course yeah which mm-hmm. is crazy uh so yeah it's, it's also a reminder for us but also a reminder for people that have gone through it just to not take that as you know, their only mm-hmm. reason and to explore and to see. And, yeah. You know. I like for me, I, uh, I hope that in explaining why I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. uh, I don't just believe what I believe because of the way people treated me, which is why whenever I started talking to people, I was kind of like, is that why you believe what you yeah, believe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, really? Yeah, then, but then I, I, that's most people are, busy paying bills and doing school mm-hmm. like i i th- sometimes think to myself i can't pl- wh- why don't you have as much energy to be as passionate about <laughs> purpose who, yeah <laughs> purpose and who's up in the sky yeah. and you know i say that cheesily but you know yeah, it's, no, I, it's, uh, it's, a lot of people don't they they know what's in front of them and people are is what is in front of them yeah so yeah anyways yeah. um what are you, what so are you, what are your thoughts on society? Like, uh, do you society. have hope for it? Like, I have 
some hope. There are good people out there. I'm not, I'm not going to discredit yeah. that, right? There are good people. There are good initiatives and everything out there. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things that aren't right as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's especially... <clears throat> Especially social media. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I use social media too. I'm not, I'm not saying it's like terrible or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of impact that it does. And media in itself, actually. Not even social media. Media in itself. There's a lot of impact that it does on people. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's causing a lot of problems with people of oh, our yeah. generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people will get hate from media, which will, you know, also, again, interactions with people in general, right? Yeah. But yeah. now since you're always connected with people mm-hmm. because of social media, because of media, mm-hmm that really shapes us. That, that's probably probably yeah. what the problem is because we have that total, com- always connected with people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about it in a class as well, uh, about when people like fully isolate them from people, like mm-hmm. when a group of people or a person isolates yeah. themselves from people, mm-hmm. they'll find purpose, they'll find happiness and everything. But because they, they don't think about what other people are thinking, they don't think mm-hmm. about, you know, they yeah. influence them, right? Now yeah. they could just reflect, right? Mm-hmm. But, now, because of the connected to its people, it's really tough. And a lot of the problems that people of my community or people, you know, that I've interacted with, they they feel lonely even when they're around all these people. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is it's ironic, right? Mm-hmm. You feel lonely when you're always connected always with people. And then people, um, you know, feel... And there's always, like, that small thing do that will always tip them off. Uh, do you feel like uh, you being on social media makes you feel lonely sometimes? times maybe but again i i don't i social myself uh, i like isolate myself a little bit from yeah social media. Okay, i don't use yeah. it that much but like imagine being in the group of friends but then you see some of your friends go out and do something else right, right? Mm-hmm. by themselves and then now you're just like feeling left out mm-hmm. yeah feeling left out like the whole f- um feeling of left, being uh, left out uh, fomo 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 yeah, yeah fear, fear, of missing fear, out. fear of missing out yeah, yeah. yeah that's what i was looking for too <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah that whole thing is like ruining a lot of people and mm-hmm. they're just like it is, damn yeah. yeah and they don't enjoy what's right in front of them too mm-hmm. yeah you know um so at times yeah it's like lonely it's like oh people are having all their things and i'm just doing my own thing and it's like I could enjoy myself right now too, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. instead of like studying, doing my classes. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, man, I, maybe it's just me. Cause I spend a lot of time on social media, mm-hmm. but I'm running my own race. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, and that's the thing is, uh, I, it's really hard for me to empathize with people that have FOMO because I spend a lot of time on social media. I still like, yeah, oh, that's it's different for, for everyone. Yeah, it's yeah, different for everyone. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah, that's for sure a thing. Um, yeah. And I think, th- I think the thing that makes me, uh, I don't even know if it's like the friends thing, mm-hmm. but man, whenever you're, it's like this close, not closeness thing. Uh, oh um, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, uh, it feels like yes, if you were in a, uh, this isn't a great analogy, but it's like if you were married and you couldn't hold hands. That's, that's that true. Like, I agree. Uh, this is like the topic that I always talk about because there'll be people that you spend like your whole day with, mm-hmm. right? But you don't feel close with them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is so strange. It's like weird. Super it's, strange. It's so yeah. strange. It's like where do you find the deep connections with other people when you're like, they're not willing to have the deep connections, but it's very shallow. And mm-hmm. it's like yeah. I have these shallow interactions. I'll have these shallow image. They'll just yeah. do it for the flicks, and you know, and stuff I think like that. both of us can probably uh, connect on like the place where we find connection is inside our yeah, religious yes. communities. Yeah. Um, I hate using the word religious in that <laughs> way, but yeah, people who believe the same thing as we. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, 
So I'll go ahead and uh, just ask you this. Mm-hmm. What is something that you would say is an encouragement or for people to contemplate or ask themselves that are younger? Mm-hmm. I had, again, this is something I, you know, I, you just have to reflect. There's a lot of reflection you have to do. Mm-hmm. You have to understand. I went through this like two years. When COVID started, it was actually kind of where my yeah. era of contemplation started, mm-hmm. you know, um, because before that, I was like busy with a lot of stuff. I'm yep. pretty engaged with the community. I'm always like doing things and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yep. But then when COVID came, it was like everything stopped. To st- you know, everything stops. And now it's like you're just left with your own to- uh, thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we need that time for ourselves. We need to think about like what makes you you, like yeah. right? Yeah. What what defines you? Like, are you just a another person of this group? Are you just you know another person of a community? Mm-hmm. Are you just beca- are you them because you're part of the community, or like what makes you different? Like, what are your qualities? Like, where do you find, um, like, what? where's your personality, basically? Like, mm-hmm. what makes you different than other people, right? Yeah. Uh, finding that and finding, like, purpose again, re- religion, you know, uh, or whatever it is mm-hmm. for the person, you know? Uh, but then just thinking. Just mm-hmm. a reflection, but isolation at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's where you'll really find answers, and that's where you'll really be able to deal with, like, the issues that you have as well. Sorry. <coughs> it's all good. Uh, about... Like, why am I struggling, mm-hmm. right? Why am I depressed? Why am I, uh, I don't know. Like, whatever issues you have, you have to think about it. You can't just be like, okay, I'll deal with it when it comes or, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll just, it'll just go away. Mm-hmm. Because that's how things get worse, yeah. right? Yeah. And a lot of people nowadays, when they're engaged with school, when they're engaged with work and stuff like that, they'll just bury everything mm-hmm. uh, and and then realize, <laughs> like, three years down the line and they'll just completely shut down because yeah. it just overflows over them. Right. Mm-hmm. So having that isolation, having that moment to step back. And again, that's where I find social media to be a problem because people mm-hmm. can never step back. Right. Because you're yeah. always connected. You just pull up your phone. I could do it right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but having the moment to yourself, just think and think about what you're doing. Think about why mm-hmm. you're doing it. Think about the issues that you have. Yeah. Think about, what can you do to solve them? Think about the different directions that you could take. Maybe you need a different friends, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you just need to change your lifestyle. Maybe, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah. take, uh, take a moment to step back, mm-hmm. evaluate your life, find deeper connections than social media, mm-hmm. um, find purpose. Don't let there not be purpose. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yep. And even with friends, like, you could you could have friends just to hang out and stuff, but like, if you're not, if you don't have like objective, for example, a lot of people that are really good friends are people that have like an objective with each other, like, like we'll we'll become better people like together, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. We we'll improve on each other. We like you help me, you I'll help you, you know. Yeah. If you're struggling with like waking up early and you're sleeping all day, right? You know, I'll have a friend that will be like, oh, you know, you should wake up, you should come, you know. Because we have morning prayers. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd be sometimes slacking on them because they're like, they're like, <laughs> especially in the summer, they're like at five o'clock in the morning, right? Five something yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Now they're a little bit tolerable. It's like 630 mm-hmm. and it's a struggle. You know, I try and there's like a lot of benefits and rewards for, mm-hmm. you know, going yeah. to the mosque and praying. Um, but, you know, have, if you have friends that are like, trying to improve you and you're not just like, a, you know, a sack of potatoes, just, you know, mm-hmm. sleeping in bed. Um, that's where you'll find meaning. That's where you'll find deep relationships with mm-hmm. people. Oh, but man, I'm interrupting. <laughs> no, you're totally deepness. fine. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, do you feel like that's a good stopping point? Yeah. That's good. Okay, great. You guys have a great rest of your weekend, and I'll see you next Saturday. <laughs> All righty. <sighs> Here we are. 
at the end of the video. Since you're here, you might as well consider liking and subscribing. Always remember to keep on seeking to understand and love the people around you. I'll see you next Saturday, guys. Bye.